before we get into this research review, as with most things uh, with Clinically Press, this isn't direct medical advice. We are looking at the research, finding something that's interesting, providing a summary of it, and then really looking at some things that you can maybe go apply. But we highly recommend before getting into any of these things that you talk to your physician, talk to a professional in a professional capacity, not just listening to a short podcast before you go and attempt some of these things. Some of them are very low level um, and don't pose a lot of risk. Uh, You have to kind of take that as you wish to go with it, but some of them can really mess with you. So it is worth going and getting checked out. But with that, uh, in this research review, I actually heard of this concept on an episode of Barbell Shrugged, um, and is the concept of nutritional triage theory. And the article is looking at vitamin K as an example of triage theory is micronutrient inadequacy linked to diseases of aging. And we're not going to so much get into the diseases of aging, uh, but use this as an example to talk about this nutritional triage theory, which as defined is some of the functions of the micronutrients uh, that we need to operate. And the micronutrients are what make everything go within the body. Macronutrients, carbs, protein, fat are what fuel everything, help muscle growth, um, pack on extra pounds are really the ones that you commonly hear about. The micronutrients, which you also hear about, are really what make the body run. Uh, they are needed for all the enzymatic function, um, all the chemistry that goes on. They are what are triggering all of that, and that is where the science gets very, very deep. Uh, but what this triage theory is talking about is that some of these functions are restricted during a shortage. So then what happens is the body, as adaptive as it is, and our bodies are extremely resilient and adaptive, will shift the nature of those functions to meet short-term survival, and then they take precedence over some of the other less essential functions that the micronutrients provide to the body. So really what can happen is there can be insidious changes that accumulate as a consequence of restriction. So if you're not getting enough of these micronutrients in your diet, you won't notice necessarily right away that something isn't going right. But over the course of an extended period of time, as your body is trying to make sure it is focusing on the most important functions, some of these things can ultimately manifest. And so why this is an issue is because looking at the vitamin K, what they looked at in the study is if they were to go into mouse models, they were basically knocking out some of the functions of vitamin K um, and seeing what the lethality of that is. And they ultimately showed that vitamin K with use in coagulation of your blood is critical. Um, So vitamin K is very big on blood clotting, um, can be utilized as a counteractant if your blood gets um, too far one direction with warfarin um, or other uh, types of those medications. If it's trying to thin out too much, you actually have to try and reverse it, Um, and it plays into bone health. And so in this triage theory where it could potentially be helping with that, you could then ultimately go back the other direction 
in something that where it's not focusing on some of these clotting things or helping with the coagulation, but it's focused on bone health because you obviously need that to stand up and walk around. Um, and really your body is trying to figure out what is the most essential function that it needs to focus on. Why this is important and vitamin K again is just one instance that this paper looked at is most commonly for a lot of people just given current diets not everybody but a lot of people in calorically high but not nutrient dense foods can run these like subclinical deficiencies um, without intaking enough of these micronutrients and so it's not severe enough to necessarily cause something that you would see uh, but something that you need to take a look at or maybe wouldn't see on lab work or bring up some of these different things but for that we need to go and get that looked at and this is me being slightly hypocritical as i haven't gone and done those things but more evidence as to why i should just to see where everything's at starting off with some basic lab work just to make sure that nothing is glaringly wrong um even though i pretend to try and be relatively healthy um but this keeps our concern low uh, because there is no overt pathology that is directly impacting us. And that is where it can be a long-term thing, but once it decides to go, it can go quickly. And so trying to be proactive with seeing where some of these issues could occur is really going to hopefully be beneficial in the long run. And so the old adage, you know, ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure um, so really trying to focus on those things and trying to hedge your bets and trying to eat more micronutrients and get those into your body and we're not going to get into specific recommendations and different things here but one that i took away that i'm now trying to include in my daily life is you know there's all the two to three servings and the way that the nutrition guy on the podcast referred to it as one cup or one serving those are equal of fruits and vegetables for every thousand calories consumed so if you're on a 2000 calorie diet two servings of each and really as long as you're getting variety over the long run it doesn't have to be a constant switch up every day even every week you know if it's every couple weeks if you're just buying what looks good or what happens to be on sale or what happens to be in season as long as you're getting a lot of color trying to get more dark and leafy uh, which can help with a much more of the density you're really going to do yourself a lot of good uh, without having to get hyper specific because you're going to get a lot of variety of these micronutrients and that's really going to help benefit you and then he also recommended a multivitamin which i had gone back and forth on quite a bit is necessary is it not is it really benefiting but have recently started up again just to try and help again cover my bases along with trying to find easier ways to drop more servings of fruits and vegetables into my day um, it's been an apple on my drive into work it's been a couple you know clementine oranges to help get me through the morning uh, try and do salad for lunch convenient cheap sam's club uh, but then throwing on some mini peppers to that or eventually i'll get to it throwing in some spinach into that salad just to get some more of that benefit 
without having to make it like a sole focus of my meal at dinner. Um, and then we've been trying to do that at dinner, just throwing a vegetable on there. So really just throughout the course of the day, nothing over the top, I'm able to get some more of those micronutrients in probably could up my servings a little bit, but I'm at least making the effort to try and get there without breaking the bank or making it such a focal point of my day that it's just almost painful to get it done so uh, really interesting concept on this nutritional triage theory and if it's something that continues to unfold as being really powerful it could have huge impact on just looking at the cascade of things that could or could not occur with these kind of long-term deficiencies so um the study will have the citation in the episode notes so please check that out if that's something that interests you uh but really you know try and focus on some of those fruits and vegetables during the day again doesn't have to be anything specific it's you know the fruit and vegetable that you eat is better than any well-laid plan that you don't uh so really focusing on that um to try and get there and we'll be back with more clinically pressed content with you in the next week or so all right thanks for listening